Good morning, everybody. I will share my screen. Marilyn, if you can get us rocking and rolling, if I could share the screen with you all. We will get started. I can't hear you either, Marilyn. Marilyn, let me unmute. Can I unmute you? I think I can unmute you. Oh, okay. I'm good to go. Cool. All right. Perfect. Let's get going, everybody. Cool. Move this out of the way so I could see the full screen. So well, thanks, everybody, for being here today. So I'm going to be talking about the power of gratitude. So whereas we all might ex explain it as a emotion, today what I want to talk about is gratitude as a frequency. And what I mean by that is you all may have heard of Nikola Tesla's famous quote, and I don't know the experience base of the audience. Nikola Tesla is famous for once saying that everything in the universe can be explained through energy, frequency, and vibration. So what I'm going to talk about today is talking about gratitude as a frequency. And if you see the chart on the right, some of you may have seen this, some of you may be new to this and may not have seen this before. This is kind of the emotional scale is what they call it, or a frequency scale is another way. And so I wanted to kind of invite you all into looking at emotions as vibrational states. And so you can see the positive or higher vibrational states on the top half, and then the lower vibrational states on the bottom half. So gratitude, if it's not listed on this particular image that I chose, is actually equivalent to unconditional love, which is at the very top in a sense, scientifically speaking. It's a very high light vibrational frequency that actually allows you to transform or transmutate lower dense vibrations. So most people think of gratitude and they think of the touchy feelies and they you know, think of warm, fuzzy memories and things that they're grateful for and appreciation. That's all true. Those are all emotions. The vibration behind those emotions is what I wanted to talk about and really flush out. And in the next slide, we're gonna actually spend a chunk of the time this morning, or my morning, I should say, whatever time's on your end, doing more experiential work and walking through how you can actually employ gratitude for your own well-being and then to transpose that for ecosystem work with teams, families, communities at large, et cetera. So with an understanding that everything is energy, with an understanding that gratitude is one of the higher vibrational states that you can embody like unconditional love, we want to then turn our focus to then understanding the biofield. Right? So everything's energy in the body or the biofield of the body really dictates how you show up and perform and function in your overall well-being. So if we take the, fa the fact, really, and this is all science, and you can reach out to me. I didn't want to weigh everybody down with too much literature and, and more on the academic side. So you can reach out to me for some of the science underlying what I'm talking about in these axioms, so to speak. If we take this high vibrational state that allows us to transform lower dense frequencies, such as guilt, hatred. You know, you can look at the bottom uh, of the chart on the right and you can see some of these lower dense frequencies. By employing and actually embodying, and that's the key, which when we get to the practice portion, I'm gonna invite everybody into a step-by-step -step process to how can you actually bring this frequency into your body? How can you attune or really get into it? 
And then how can that then be used to enter what's called coherence or flow state? So what that is for those that don't know or aren't familiar, and a lot of this science and neurobiology and neurocardiology comes out of HeartMath Institute here in uh, Northern California. So coherence or flow state is when your mind biorhythm, which here you're going to have alpha, gamma, you have brainwave activity, and your heart are in sync. When those are in a pattern, you're entering into a coherence or a flow state. So gratitude can actually help us get into that coherence or flow state. So basically the setup or the tee up here this morning is by attuning, step one, by actually getting into the frequency and then embodying this frequency, it does have an impact on the biofield, your body, your health. So we're talking performance, we're talking function, and we're talking wellness. Um, so all three, by employing it, will be impacted. So this does take practice for those in the audience that are newer to meditation or any type of this, uh, I guess you could say energetic work. It does take practice. So if you're new to this practice, which we're gonna shift to in a moment, really what we're talking about, if you could call it that, is a four-step process. And steps is really a uh, loose encapsulation. This is a way of taking gratitude and we're gonna walk through and first I'm gonna explain it and then we're gonna practice it. And I'm gonna invite everybody to get comfortable and I'll walk you through. So first bear with me as I go through kind of the steps to bring this vibration intentionally and fully into the body. And then if you can see on part D, then spreading it outward and then impacting your environment and those around you. So the first step is to actually get it and attune into it intentionally, embody it. And then the second step is to then really, which we get to in part D in a sense, is to push it outwards and to really effectuate the field around you. And there's like a subtle magic to how I've devised this in a sense. There's a lot of different techniques I've kind of combined together. And really what this allows us to do is it allows us, much like you played the game of hopscotch when you were younger, it allows you to hopscotch these frequencies and really attune to gradually raise your vibration and get into this state of gratitude. So then you can use this frequency or the power of gratitude to then shift the energies within your body and around you as well. So I'm gonna go through them really quickly and then we'll step into actually trying it together and I'll walk you through this guided process, which you can then do on your own and practice on your own later and see how it resonates. So the first step really when you wanna get started with any type of energetic work or any type of, I guess you could say, um, subtle work is you wanna be able to shift your awareness and shift your attention to subtle sensations and vibrations within your body, what science calls interoception. And so if you get to know your own energy field better, then you can discern and modulate it. So a lot of people are not actually aware of what is my vibration, what is my unique frequency feel like. And even some advanced meditation practitioners may be surprised by this exercise. So it's as simple as humming. So step A is really starting to attune to your own frequency and developing that interoception is you would close your eyes, you would go within and you would simply start by going into your stomach central, really the torso region is where I want you to draw your awareness and simply mm, 
And after a while, and well, everybody's muted here. So when we do the exercise, feel free to really get as loud as you can. Really see if you can pay attention to what, that actual vibration in your body. What does it feel like? What is it? Because that also translates to energetic hygiene and being able to discern what's mine and what's not mine. So some people oftentimes get into funks, you know, you're around coworkers or, you know, your teammates and you don't know why. So this can actually start to warm you up to this interoception, to this subtle awareness of, okay, what's my energy and what's not. And it's very important that you warm up here, that you actually start to shift your energy and your awareness, really your awareness and your intention inwards. Then you go to really the, the meteor part. We get into, after you warm up, you go to centering in your heart. So for this, I'm gonna invite everybody when we do the exercise after I do this walkthrough, to put one hand on the heart and one hand on the stomach. So the key here is to ping pong the breath back and forth between the heart one hand and the stomach and the other. And the reason you wanna do this is, this is really a subtle way of getting into that flow state, getting into a rhythmic groove with your waves between your mind and your heart. So it's really easy. And for those that haven't really done much breath work, we wanna make sure we breathe through the nostrils, in and out. And then the third tip, other than having the hands on the body, which helps with our sensory awareness and embodiment of when we get to step uh, C, or this, I guess you could call it the step C, so to speak, is we wanna also breathe through the diaphragm. So what I mean by that, most people breathe through the chest. Very inefficient and probably not the best way to really attune and body and get into a higher vibrational state. What we wanna do, and if this was your lower stomach, imagine as you inhale, it expanding, and as you exhale, pulling your navel towards your spine. So when we get to this part, after you've felt into your vibration, you would put one hand again on your heart, one hand on your stomach and breathe in a rhythmic pattern. Inhale up to the heart, down to the stomach or reverse, whatever resonates for you. There's no right or wrong. The goal of all this is that it's natural and automatic. We're gonna get you out of your own way, up level you, and then the energies kind of take over from there. So that's the centering in your heart. And then we move into the actual invoking of the gratitude. So Tony Robbins once did a really good meditation on Tim Ferriss's podcast, which you may be able to find, which is an exemplification of really part C. And the first, I guess you could say, portion of this is to recreate a gratitude experience. So the most powerful experiences are probably the best to use, a wedding, a celebration, uh, the birth of a child, um, a win in business, a win for your team. Um, really, when you're in that state, you've already hummed, you've already started to tune up, you have your hand on your heart and your stomach, you're breathing in a rhythmic pattern, starting to build into coherence, starting to raise your vibration. And then you're going to actually bring in intentionally something you're grateful for to then get that vibration. And the key here, okay, is to fully embody the experience, to go back to it in your visual framework, your mind's eye, so to speak, and to visualize it and reimagine it. What did it look like? What did it smell like? What did it feel like? What did it sound like? To actually re-engage your senses, what you what your mind believes it will conceive. It'll placebo affect you back into that state of being. And it's an easy way to hack right into that vibration. 
Then once you do that, specifically for when we get to the spreading, the healing or the collective healing part D, which then impacts the energy around you, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you see it as a helps and not everybody has to do this as a color or some type of a visual cue. So for instance, you may see it as the color green and it may start off in your center, in your torso. What I invite you to do after you've recreated this experience when we go through it is to then spread this color throughout your body. And that's important for when we get to this last step, the D. And this is then how you spread this vibration to impact. And we'll talk more about this in a practical way once we do the exercise in the next slide. This is how you spread this coherence to then social coherence or the, uh, impacting the collective field around you. So because you've seen it as a color and you started to spread it, when we get to this last part, we're going to then practice spreading this vibration outside of us. So spreading that color, if it were green, seeing it expand out into the room, into the city, around you. And then eventually we'll visually do this when I walk us through in a, in a moment, to seeing the globe enveloped by this vibration. And you can use affirmations um, such as, you know, there's a famous Tibetan uh, prayer. Most people are blessing. Most people have heard of it. May all beings be happy. May all beings be blessed. You know, employing this frequency, so really attuning, embodying, and spreading it from a coherent state, from a higher vibrational state, plus the power of word and affirmations combined when we do this, it, it, the sky's the limit. And that's what we do when we step into more of, of impacting the social field around us. So I'm going to take a couple of minutes. I'm going to invite everybody to close their eyes. If you haven't muted, I think since I'm in co-host mode, I can mute. Let me double check. I think we're all muted. Good. So I invite everybody to close their eyes, even you, Marilyn, who's, who's hosting. I want everybody to really in, indulge me, if you will. I can't see those whose cameras are off, which is fine. So I'm going to trust that you're going to be good boys and girls and do this exercise. So, oh, oh, Marilyn came back for extra credit. So, Everybody close their eyes and really get seated, really get comfortable, really get grounded. And I'm not going to close my eyes. I'm going to kind of walk you through it step by step. So we're really going to start by kind of arriving, closing your eyes, arriving in your body, and really feeling your, yourself seated. Maybe you have your back against something. Maybe you have yourself against a uh, chair. Feel your feet on the ground. Really arrive into the room, arrive into your body, and start to really get centered. And then take a moment to hum. Take a moment to really feel your vibration. And hum as loud as you wish. You're muted. You can't, nobody can hear you unless you have people around you. And maybe even then you'll, you'll entrance them, so to speak. So really hum. Mm -hmm. What does it feel like? Keep going as long as you can breathe and take an inhale or two. Really start to discern the frequency in your body. What do I feel like? What do, how do I actually pulsate? What's the vibration? What's the sensation in your torso? What is it invoking within you? Are there any feelings that are coming up? Start to notice that. Start to really shift inwards. Really tuning in, warming up. Then I invite you to put one hand on your heart, one hand on your stomach, and really start to breathe between one and the other. Almost like you have jump, jumper cords. One jumper cord is the hand on your stomach. The other jumper cord is the hand on your heart. And really pinging the breath up as you inhale, then down. Finding your nice natural rhythm, remembering to breathe through the nostrils. 
through the diaphragm, deep, slow breaths, nowhere to go, nowhere to be. Simply being here now, allowing your breath to guide you, breathing up, breathing down, maybe feeling into your heart, saying hello as you do this, getting centered even more. Then let's take a moment now to invoke something you're grateful for. Powerful experience that you've had, maybe it's a celebration, maybe it's something you've done, and really recreate it, embody it, feel it as a sensation, maybe a color. When you're feeling it, really feel its vividness. If you're re-experiencing it, look at it, smell it, touch it. If you're at a celebration, you know, remember it, look around you, feel as though you're really transported back there and see it as a color in your body at the same time. And see as you do this, as you breathe and inhale up from the stomach to the heart and back down, see if you can spread the sensation, this color throughout your body, maybe like a, a water, a fluid, as you inhale and exhale, feeling it pulsing and growing around you. And then when you fill yourself with this color or with this sensation, then see it emanating outside of you, filling the room that you're in. Sense it then going outside of you, going, spreading to the neighborhood you're in. Maybe there's people in your neighborhood that are upset, maybe your neighbors. Feel it going to them, this, this sensation, this vibration. Feel it spreading then to the state, to the country. Feel it exponentially then wrapping the globe and visualize the globe almost like it's within you in the center of your heart as you're breathing, as you emanate. And if you're open to it, if it resonates, say an affirmation or two for the globe. May all be in harmony. May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings recognize their oneness, unity. Let's spread some unity while we're here. And then to really ground yourself whenever you feel complete with this practice, you can simply see yourself bringing and contracting as you inhale that color back in, bringing your awareness back to yourself, really shifting back to yourself and coming back to the room, opening your eyes, getting grounded. And take a moment before I, I start with the next slide and really the last slide, some of the practical implications of using this in your day-to-day -day in the business and personal arenas. Before we do that, take a moment, see how you feel. See if you notice any palpable shifts. Maybe very subtle, subtle magic is the most profound. And really what we wanna do is now I wanna shift our conversation and start to look at, now that we've talked about how you can gradually shift your default frequency using that you know, four-step process, so to speak then how do we then take this and create practical impact in our day-to-day -day around us? So this latest research of social coherence, what that means is once you get in harmony and then you bring people around you, let's say a team or a partner, uh, whether it be a life partner or work partner, co-founder, you can then spread depending on how you resonate with one another. And then you kind of then become one field. And so it becomes a, a group field. 
So really we're all dealing with one collective field at a global level. And those that are more into the metaphysics understand this, so it's not new for some. What we're gonna talk about is then how do we employ this? How do we actually use this in our, in our business, in our practical? So first is conflict diffusion. So my background in mediation and law, so I've actually employed this also hand in hand with, and I don't say it properly, so don't, uh, I'm sorry for any of that, that are indigenous. So it's honopono. Hon I don't ever say it right, cause extra, oh, it's like Mississippi. I, I leave out an SSI probably. What I mean by conflict diffusion is, I've done this before with people that have really bad conflicts, whether it be legal or otherwise. You can take them one-on-one -on -one and invite them subtly in the process to re-engage what they're grateful for and take them back to when they started the dynamic. Why were you grateful? What did you appreciate about the person you went into business with? And if you kind of work this process with them, raise their frequency, because remember, they're probably in a lower frequency, right? You raise their frequency, work with them, and then bring them together. And here's the trick. If you can then subtly get them to a place of diffusion where they can then do this together, they will enter into coherence together. And so magic happens. That's when this conflict falls away. That's when things dissipate. People have a change of heart and it works. I've done this in legal settings. I've solved multi-million dollar disputes late in my legal practice, doing this kind of work, subtly employing it um, and, and shifting people's frequency. Now, if you use the famous uh, Huna prayer, I'm sorry, I forgive you, thank you, I love you. Those four statements have magical evocation. You use that with the gratitude exercise, then you're, you're dealing with a very explosive combination. I've actually had partners in a financial firm cry and heal literally a backlog of tension using this gratitude exercise, employing it also with uh, the Huna prayer. Two, team connection. So a lot of talk about culture, a lot of talk about how to really shift the environment or the ecosystem. So I'm inviting everybody to actually foster a culture of gratitude. And what I mean by that, this culture of gratitude, is to be able to take these practices and operationalize them in your team meetings. Some teams I've worked for, they've actually embedded a small team coherence practice in their meetings. It could help to start at the beginning of the meeting or at the end of the meeting, or maybe both. You don't wanna make it too woo-woo, depending on the environment. You can make it as simple as going around the table, naming one thing everybody's grateful for, specifically from that day, that moment for the team. What that does, again, it starts to harmonize this team coherence which will then shift the synergy, the team energy. That's when you optimize performance, cooperation, harmonizing those communication channels. Again, everything's energy. The subtlety of these techniques, if employed with intention, will shift your team synergy. Family rituals. A lot of talk nowadays, right? You have a lot of disarray, a lot of conflict all around, and, and really the family unit has been impacted as a whole. So. We've actually done this, my oldest sibling, I love the, that he does this. He, my niece was, I think, four when they started to do this. And it's such a beautiful ritual. Before they go to sleep, they get together, they hold hands, and they literally go around and they've created this ritual and they state one thing they're grateful for. And it literally, you can feel a palpable shift. This social coherence, this collective feel becomes palpable if you really start to do these practices and regroup. And then lastly, what we did together, really collective healing. 
um, shifting the field and spreading the vibration of gratitude for social co coherence and healing. So these are four ways, very easily. I mean, you can get really creative with this. You can build on this. Um, we're starting to see it more and more embrace. Some of you may already see it. I know Mary Lynn, you've done it um, in your work and I'm sure you, you know, being in Northern California, I think you're in Northern California. HeartMath is right in your neighborhood. So HeartMath, I invite you all to check it out. They, they're doing really phenomenal research lately on social coherence and they have some white papers out as well. So we're gonna wrap up here. We're gonna open it if anybody has any specific questions. There's a great quote from the book on kindness, really, the reason I chose the topic of gratitude for me, it ties to, to kindness, the theme that Marilyn chose for the conference we're all experiencing, because it, it is, as the quote says, it really denotes a state of open heartedness. And that's what I really was intending for today's session to be about, for you to all experience a way to get open hearted and use these tools practically to shift your energy, your state and influence and impact the environment around you. So. I'm open to any questions. They can be topical or non-topical. I think, do I have to unmute? Or can you, I think you can unmute yourselves. Unsheathe your swords, as they say in Shakespeare. Oh. Yeah, talk to me, I'm all ears. That's true.
It hit you everywhere. I love that. Thank you for that feedback. Yeah, I, there's a very powerful statement that one of my teachers taught me along the lines of kind of those uh, building up the can-do attitude is I know I can, it's easy, I am. And it subtly shifts the observer into that affirmative state. I know I can, it's easy, I am. You take that with this energy of the gratitude and sign me up, Mary Lynn. I want to come hang out with you more. That sounds like fun. I'm, I'm a Sagittarius. I was born an ambassador of fun. Some people can't keep up with the fun in me. What gave it away? There you go. You know me so well. There you go. We did. We signed up. We signed up nine new ambassadors. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Ping me, ping me or find me on LinkedIn. I mean, thank you, Vanessa. I appreciate you showing up. Um, yeah, I, I'm, that's why I created them, to be honest. And I will post them on LinkedIn and then email for those that aren't on LinkedIn, email me. That's why I put my contact information. If you want any of the research, you want any background information, I'll be more than happy to geek out with you and send it your way. So yes, thank you for that prompt, Vanessa. I forgot to mention that. And thanks again for being here. Good to see you. Yes. Yes. An alchemist. So what I mean by that is I work with transformational energy. So whether they be relational energies or interpersonal transpersonal energies, that's what I mean by it. No, my background was pre-medicine and science. So maybe that's what you're picking up on in my field of energy. My engineering background. I do have a nerdy side. Thank you for noticing. Metallurgy is part of the foundations of alchemy, actually. So there you go. And I do have some books on metallurgy, actually, believe it or not. So we can geek out on metallurgy at some point. Well, thank you all. Uh, how do I give you back the, how do I just enable myself as co-host, Marilyn? <laughs> how do I? Oh, wait, hold on. We have one more. We have, we have Olivia, I think, at the bottom. Yes, talk to me. Thank you. Yeah, I say it wrong. I apologize for anybody. Yeah, it, it's the prayer is it's it's hono pono. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Vanessa, can you help a brother out? How do you actually say it? Do you know? Oh, okay, okay, my bad. So the Huna prayer is the Huna tradition is where it comes from. It's I'm sorry, I forgive you 
thank you and I love you. And there's some fat, thank you, Olivia. There's some fabulous research. I forget the name of the doctor. He uh, did it in a very high risk ward in Hawaii's, uh, I think, psychiatric institute. He literally said the prayer, looking at the files of the patients, never once met the patients. And he had published the research. I think it was in the early 2000s. And he cured very extreme mental cases. We're talking advanced, violent cases of mental illness through the energy of this prayer, simply saying those four lines. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. I love you. With conviction, with feeling. And that's the point of the gratitude practice is it starts to open your frequencies up. This is beyond what I call mentalization. You can't sit there and thank you, Olivia, for noting that you can do this in meetings. I do these quite regularly in meetings, actually. So I'm glad you caught that. It's not enough to say, I'm sorry, I forgive you, thank you, I love you. You've got to actually embody. That's the key word, embodying, feeling the affirmation, feeling the prayer, the blessing. Cool. I'm going to stop sharing the screen. I think that'll help you, right? I think that'll allow you to disenable me as co-host. So I, I'm glad you all were able to show up. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found practical efficacy, you know, things you can actually employ and use. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you put it in there. Thank you. I'm always on LinkedIn. That is fairly accurate. That's the key. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's, it's practicing what I call regrooving or like think of it as like a line in the sand. I mean, most of us have been living in a certain frequency state, vibrational state, and to suddenly shift it one time, if you've been in a low vibrational state, let's say you've been a generally depressed person, you do this once, it's not going to really stick. You've got to regroove and keep it going. And ritual is one way of really enforcing that field of energy, that coherence. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you all. Have a beautiful day, everybody.